0: Welcome to Authentic Living with Roxanne on Global Voice Radio.
1: Join Roxanne Durhage and her thought-provoking conversations, the catalyst to live your life to the fullest. Hi, everyone. It's uh, Roxanne Durhardt again, um, the author of the Therapist Insider's Guide, um, Healing the Past. And today I have an amazing uh, guest that I've uh, probably known over 25 years, um, Louise Mercier Sadler. And uh, Louise has uh, graciously uh, allowed us the time today to come in and talk a bit about um, her experience with online dating. Um, but I'm going to tell you a little bit about her background and um, so that you can know what uh, Louise brings to the table. She's a respected psychotherapist and hypnotherapist who brings over 25 years of clinical experience in the human services field and is the founder of Vibrant Life Consulting. She's worked with individuals, couples, families, and groups specializing in addictions treatment and has also worked as a presenter speaking to large companies on various topics related to wellness. She's a graduate of the University of Toronto and works in various uh, modalities, such as solution-focused and brief intervention. She is a member of the Registered Psychotherapists of Ontario, the National Guild of Hypnotists, and an affiliate associate of the Ontario Association of uh, Counselors and Consultants. Her approach is client-centered and solution-focused, providing clients with a highly supportive environment where they can develop strategies to empower themselves to achieve growth and success. So welcome, welcome, Louise. Thanks, Roxanne. So how are you today? Actually quite good. <laughs> good, good. Yeah. So, so uh, this topic obviously is something that um, I know that when I get interviewed um, uh, on dating, you know, obviously most people want to talk about uh, romantic relationships. Absolutely. And, you know, and unfortunately with what we know out there with, um, with uh, you know, separations divorces um about 60 percent uh, first marriages even higher when second marriages that end in divorce or separation there's a lot of people out there trying to um meet someone right um mm-hmm. so a of the days where you and i were at you know at u of t and could kind of you know meet people in our class and, and pubs and things like that we're at a different stage so I thought your topic um, and your experience would be quite interesting um, for my listeners. So um, I wanted you to tell uh, just to just to tell me a little bit about yourself and then tell me a little bit about um, some of the things that you've learned about online dating um, with your experience. OK,
0: um, well, I'm um, obviously um, I, have, I have I was married I had, I was one of those statistics. I was, I had my first marriage. I was married for approximately 19 years and then that ended. Um, and, uh, I have two children from that marriage, a 22 year old son and a 19 year old daughter who's in college. And my son's also in post-secondary. Um, you know, I live in, in a small town and, um, uh, I have since remarried, and yes, I did meet my my husband online. Um, so, and that that whole situation was quite a surprise to me. I, if you had said to me, you know, 10 years ago, I this was going to be how my life played out, I would have I would have looked at you quite strangely and thought, okay, there's something going on. here. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. So it's not something that I certainly anticipated. Um,
1: but that's kind of the way it worked out. So that's, that's, you know, obviously I know your story, but I think the, the listeners would be quite intrigued because the average demographic out there, you got, you know, every possible site and, um, you know, a lot of people out there with different needs and, you know, casual hookups and some people are looking for relationships. Um, some people are just wanting to maybe take someone out to an event, those types of things. So there's a lot out there. So that said, when we kind of go into a situation and we can kind of vet potentially someone if we're going on a date, but online, there's a lot of other variables, I would say that come into play. So tell me, tell me about, about your experience and kind of some of the variables or things that you learned um, in in chatting with people online.
0: Okay. So, so I need to clarify that I wasn't on any dating site um, when I, when I met, um, you know, the guy who who had ended up. Now, the man who'd end up being my husband, my second husband. Um, I was on Facebook, actually, we met on Facebook on one of the social apps, not the dating apps. Um, and the reason I was uh, sort of on Facebook was because um, at that point in time I was still um, I was still married, um, although things weren't going well, and um, you know uh, my, there was no engagement from from my partner. Uh, and I'm a very social person and in order to avoid problems um, it just so happened my sister-in-law sent me an invitation to Facebook and I ended up on Facebook on one of the social apps and you know this this gentleman sent me a message and we started just chatting back and forth um, just for that engagement for that um, social and intellectual engagement Um, so you know, but once once things were there, um, you know, once things had had gotten to the point where um, you know I was no longer with my partner, my my first partner. Um, there was there were some concerns, absolutely. Um, you know, I mean, you read in articles all the time about things to be wary of. Things to look out for, you know, the 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 the, the lists of, you know, he he might not be for real, or he might be a player, or they might be a player, if you know, and there's the whole list of things. So you know, I mean, it's not like I was looking for anybody, but you know, having had the 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 friendship develop, um, these were things that were sometimes playing in the back of my my head, you know, um, and things that I you know, it wasn't. Completely concerned about, but certainly there were things that
1: um, I was paying attention to. Which... So what, kind, what kind of things were you paying attention to? So it, it was a social app, all right yeah. you, you like you were out. You were, obviously the marriage was um, and the process and are ending, or it was ending, but you were still in the same home. Well, that's pretty much the way. It was. Okay. So and like you said, you kind of you know out there you know, the well-intentioned people that are dating and online and not without bad stories, because I know I know you've heard them. I've heard them in my practice. Then there must have been things kind of going through your mind, like you said about Claire and you know is he we he is and all that that chatter, right? Exactly. So what? How did you kind of you know connect and strain out some of those things or not? Because I'm going to assume that some of that was kind of real.
0: Right. So one of the first things that occurred to me was. Is this guy? Because you know, just to put some context to it, um, we weren't able to to do the the face to face thing because you know, Zoom didn't exist, Skype didn't exist, even that MSN Messenger didn't exist at that point. So really, the only the, the first little bit of of communicating was was by writing only, was by by the uh, the text messaging those apps that sort of thing and exchanging emails. So one of the first considerations was you know, is this guy who he says he is? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. Is, is, you know, is this what he really looks like? Right. Cause we hear about those stories where right, what, right, right. What, what you think you get at the end isn't what you truly get. So that was one of the things. And so the only thing that could, you know, that, that the way that played out or, or resolved itself was that at some point, um, you know, messenger did develop, uh, or MSN did develop the, uh, the face to face, uh, platform where you could communicate by by webcam so um at some point that's what happened and indeed that you know what what he was was what he said he was at least in terms of the
1: physical appearance um the other thing so let me ask let me interject there for a second so how long was it that you actually were um dialoguing or writing back and forth because before physically you seeing him like you are seeing me right now?
0: Um, I, if I recall correctly, because it was a while ago,
1: um, probably about four months. Four months. So that's a a pretty long time. It is. Right. So let's go back. Let's back up again because I, you know, I'm going to assume because I know I'm curious. So I'm going to assume people listening are curious too. Okay. Um, with the with the back and forth, what is it that was coming back and forth that kind of made you think, hmm there you know obviously he's interesting enough, yeah, right, that you wanted the back and forth what else what what else was happening because you know this kind of brings back back to the times when you know you think of love letters mm-hmm. um, or or pen pals or whatever, right where we didn't have the instantaneous things, like we said, like you know, that we could see somebody or be able to engage with them quickly. So tell me, kind of what what kind of things you started to notice, um, and intuitively what made you want to continue to engage, or maybe maybe there were other people that you chatted with that it fell off. That mm-hmm. you can give us maybe context in, in, on that app. Um,
0: so you know what part of that was the you know the actual um, the engagement the and the fact that we could you know, discuss anything, art, um, books, uh, you know, I think that's one of our first conversations was uh, regarding a book that I had read. I recommended it to him, he went out and got it and read it, and then we had a chat about that. So it was that, just that intellectual, initially it was the intellectual engagement about just a variety of topics and the fact that we could have those conversations, and our conversations sometimes were, were fairly lengthy, um, given, you know, our time constraints, because at the time he was living in England. So there was a five-hour time difference. But, you know, just that that ability to share, you know, to, to be able to be open and to say what you thought and just having that that mental fodder, so to speak, you know, the, the the that stimulation of of being able to talk to somebody at some about something and having those those common interests. So that that was one of the things that kind of got me hooked in. Um,
1: so you in know and what emotional responsiveness then because oh, if, if, uh, if, well, if he went out and bought that book, that's an indication that he's willing to do something you know more than just chatting with you at that
0: absolutely you know he obviously he wanted that engagement um and uh so there was that piece there was also um you know the the one of the first things the the thing that kind of made me made me kind of that got me at the beginning was um he had sent a message and he quoted literature right and and again i wasn't out there looking for anything um so one of the one when and and unfortunately you know even though my involvement on facebook wasn't for that purpose you do get people messaging you and all that and we all hear about pictures being sent and and i was that wasn't my i wasn't interested in any of that um so when so when um he sent me a message and he quoted literature i kind of didn't want to (laughs) right he wasn't your typical kind of situation right um and so i thought "Ooh, this guy is different um and and so I, i sent back a message and then and then there was that banter there was almost um a mental bantering the you know the sparring that went back and forth which further absolutely piqued my interest and just in terms of, okay, this is somebody I could, I could really have fun debating with and having conversations with And It's just, it was just so much fun to, to be in a conversation, uh, with this person. Uh, so that's the other thing that kind of attracted me. And then it was, and then as we got to know each other, it was being able to go anywhere with, you know, there, there really, there was this comfort level. It was really
1: strange. It didn't take very long. And, uh, I felt like I'd known him forever. So let's talk about that comfort level, because I think, obviously, myself, you know, with what I do, and obviously, you're dealing with clients all the time, but we're talking about a different type of comfort when it's meeting, engaging in that way. It's it's more, right? I mean, professionalism um, uh, is important with our clients, but when it talks about emotional, we talk we talk about a lot of different things, right? So again, you're coming off a, a separation after, I know, a like lengthy... A period of time within your marriage and obviously there's stuff there that obviously made the marriage end or one would assume you'd, you'd still be with him mm-hmm. so kinda, and then how how did you did you compare and contrast
0: yeah um, ab- absolutely initially uh, and I don't think it's you know it's, it's it's unusual for anyone male or female to to kind of co- contrast and I hate to use the word compare but I think I think I think that maybe not comparing but when you've been with someone for such a long time um, you know there are certain imprints on you right there are certain things that become part of the norm or part of that experience so when you move to the next Situation or, or potentially and you know potential situation. Um, I think there's there's a Not an unconscious but but in the background, it's you know, um, and there are things that sometimes they they're, they're I, well, I like to call them shadows um, there, There's some things that all of a sudden it, it feels a certain way or or you're like, okay You know sometimes you notice the presence of something good or bad um, usually familiar. So, so, you know, for me, it was sometimes, you know, I was kind of paying attention to things that would give me the red flags around, okay, this isn't the kind of relationship I want to have. Um, once we got to that point. Um, but what, but the other piece of it is, is being aware of, of the things that were different and that's, that's, that's part of it, that comfort, right? So that's what created that comfort is seeing things like attentiveness and you know um really feeling like a priority and just that absolute um you know he was very interested in what i had to say and um you know very complimentary but not in a not in a patronizing way but really recognizing my strengths my talents that sort of thing and
1: not afraid to to say it mm-hmm. so what you're saying then is you were able to kind of sift, obviously, when something ends. There's, I call it shrapnel or imprints, mm-hmm. like whatever, or shadows, like you call them. Baggage. Baggage. Uh, you mm-hmm. know, unfortunately, sometimes it's heavier than others. And, you, you know, you try to get through it. But what I often say is that, um, you know, when you're meeting something, somebody new, um, you know, we're all putting our best foot forward, right? Um, when we're meeting someone, you know, new, you know, the honeymoon stage. But yeah. what I hear is that because you two dialogued a lot um, and wrote a lot, that really you were getting into deeper kind of context or understanding of each other. Right. That allowed you to really kind of, it sounds like you, you were le- listening on a, 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 on a deeper level. I'm Absolutely. You're saying. I don't know One of
0: the things sense. about that writing stage and even, even the, the video stage, um, and I think it's a real positive. Um, I mean, mostly a positive. Um, I mean, the fact that we, we didn't, um, so, so the reason it was a positive is that I remember, I remember as, as a young woman hearing about how <clears throat> decades ago, and at this point would be centuries ago, that people, uh, they weren't left alone in a room. There, there was always a chaperone. And oftentimes romances happened over distance and the the way that they happened because the phone wasn't invented back then was through correspondence and I remember thinking as a young woman how do people do that I mean that's just strange and you know uh, because I you know I, I, I was born post sexual revolution and I, it just seemed a very strange concept to me to, to be able to to get to know someone um, at a distance through correspondence only but I have to tell you that that is definitely uh, possible and in fact, I think it was one of the strengths of this situation, you know, of my of my relationship, because, um, you know, in as much as there have been really lots of positive out of the sexual revolution, one of the things is that uh, that the detriment I think is that because of that piece, because of the engagement, sooner or later, the physical engagement, um, and the development of sexual relationships, I think that people don't get to know each other. Some people. You know, don't get to know each other as well as they could, and they get caught up in that biochemical, um, all those feelings, the physical piece, the you know, the the rush, you know, that whole um, um, mood-altering um, things that happen when you engage sexually. Um, and so we didn't have that, so we were forced to. Have conversations and so the fact that we could continue to engage on a conversational level was I think you know one of the strengths right because what we know over the lifetime of, of people is that you know as much as we don't like to hear it you know the physical aspect you know waxes and wanes over time and you know as you get older you get more into the companionate piece of a relationship um and so if you don't have those skills if you don't have that ability to have those conversations and to engage uh at that level you know it could have a serious impact on on a relationship so that piece of it was really quite uh interesting for me as one of those oh okay uh and so and it was Um, one of those things that kind of was different and, and really sort of made me interested, made me go, okay, this, this is something that I, you know, I think I, I want
1: to keep moving forward with. So that, that's, that's quite fascinating because of what what you hear a lot of people online, even though people say they're looking for, um, you know, a relationship um, that that whole stance of, you know, meet the person a couple of times and, people get sexually active and then you know we know with the with the, like the neurochemicals that start happening with intimacy um people start to their their lens gets skewed of the person and then you know a lot of women have shared that with me um or even friends that then eventually it's you know it's like six seven eight date and then it's done mm-hmm. kind of thing um so what i hear is the difference being um that because you guys were really getting to know each other and, you know, physically you're you know, on other sides of, you know, you're across the pond, um, it really kind of facilitated a, a kind of bit of a, like a, a friendship.
0: Yes, I, absolutely. I would say we were friends before anything else. Um, and in fact, we were friends. I mean, initially there was no discussion about, um, you know, getting together. And that was for the first I don't know, six months, I think. Um, he had no idea what was going on with me because it that's what that's not what what I, it was about. It wasn't about, you know, trying to find someone else because just because for a lot of factors, right? Um and so so yeah, that it's it 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 forced that that I think what happens is in when you're having conversations, um over over you know whether it's written or or over video um i mean if if a relationship if there's no depth to it right you can only have those those conversations those you know glib i don't even want to you know those light conversations for so long and then you ran out of things to say if you really if they're really you don't know that but what this did was was what ended up happening was you know it for it forced or or it really showed us the that we have the ability to have those deeper conversations um, you know there was more uh, absolutely a friendship at the beginning um, and then and then you know when the when there was room when circumstances changed, um, that's when the relationship changed um, from one of friendship to and I think that was part of the, Part of what created that that want for change on, on both sides is the fact that um, we had that friendship and there was a, a certain level of in, intimacy. That we weren't afraid to be honest with each other. Um, you know, whether it was discussing a topic or just
1: just stating how we were doing, what was going on, that sort of thing. So clearly, there are some dos and don'ts um online that I'm, I'm hearing you um articulate um quite nicely and i i really i want you to if you can kind of give some some don'ts right now to people when they're engaging online mm-hmm. um what would be some of the don'ts that you would say to men, men or women right because i mean hey. it, there's as, equally as much men out there that are single and, as a, as are women mm-hmm. what kind of don'ts will you tell them off the bat you know okay.
0: So, so a few, a few big ones are, uh, don't, don't be afraid to be yourself. I was, I was, you know, I went out there and again, I, I, I mean, it might be different if you're actively looking for someone, but even then, even, even if, if that had been the case, I would say, don't be afraid to be yourself. If, if the person on the other end can't handle that, then, then they're not the person for you. Right. Because, you know, I, I mean, I'm a firm believer of, um, you know, whether it be friends, partner, it doesn't matter. But those close to me, um, one of the most important things is they need to accept me for who I am, warts and all. Uh, and if someone, you know, early on can't handle who you are, then what's going to happen down the road? So that's that's number one is just be yourself. Um, number two is don't be in a hurry to get physical. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I honestly feel that that really, really, um, has an impact. I've, I've known of uh, young couples um, who got together, and it was wonderful and they, and you know they started being sexually active early into the relationship, and within months, they were engaged and got married or moved in, made that commitment. and a year later, a year and a half, two years later, they've separated. And, and, you know, of course, I don't know the ins and outs of the situation, but I have to wonder how much of a factor that early sexual engagement has to do with that. And, like you said, you have those rose colored glasses on, right? Mm-hmm. It, it changes the lens of, of what you're seeing with that person. And do you really know the person that you're with? Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, so, I think that, you know, it really, and that's one of the things that I understood. You know that I came to understand about those, you know, those relationships of bygone days where where it was done by correspondence that they got to know each other. And so, because one of my one of my questions was, well, how can how can you marry somebody when you don't really know them? But really, I was wrong. I I I I had made a, a false assumption that they didn't, because in my experience, they absolutely would have known each other as people, and then. You know the hope would be that you know obviously they've met a few times and and of course the, the other pieces of the puzzle or, or or the equation were there in terms of being attracted or you know that sort of thing um, so that's that's another big one the other thing too is and it's it's again some of the stuff that that your your, your viewers would see you know in in a magazine in an article um, um, you know, things like, and then these are some of the considerations that I have, right, because you, you do hear about people people being players, right, having a person in a variety of places, that sort of thing, right, a person in every port sort of thing, <laughs> uh, and, um, but looking out for some of the signs of that or the opposite, right, and so um so be aware of those things educate yourself around you know what
1: would be some of those signs to think
0: about it some like- of those signs is um only you know only being able to con- be you know to have contact with you at a certain point usually you know like 10 11 o'clock at night late late in the evening that sort of thing um you know or on the weekends um not you know if if you're if you have gone past the friendship stage and you're in a relationship um you know looking for if, if they haven't introduced you to friends, you know, or family, right? Because those are indications of, you know, if, if those things aren't happening, if you're not being introduced to family or friends, you know, if the other pieces aren't there, those are might be, might be indications that you're the dirty little secret, Mm
1: -hmm, mm
0: -hmm. right? And so those are, and for me, there were, because I'd read some articles. Um, not at the time but previous Um, and it was just one of those things that was in the back of my mind Um, but it was and it wasn't like I was you know looking for it but when it happened it was like okay this guy is not ashamed of me and and I don't mean shame it's like he's he's up front he's for real because he's
1: he's he's I'm out in the open so transparency definitely which yeah that's right that's the word transparency relationships right ultimately Uh, what we want to do is to have a bit of transparency, but when you're starting to date those Mm -hmm. things, you should really be looking, once you kind of get over the initial, well, we've got over the hump of the six time date or whatever, really that you're somehow having a fluidity where the person's allowing you to kind of see into his life or vice versa. She's absolutely to kind of, you know, slowly not, you know, let's go to Sunday dinner at, you know, the family's (laughs) initial, um, but, but to know that, yeah, you know, I'd like you to come out, you know, um, to the local pub and meet my friends, or I'm going to a play, you know, or backyard barbecue, mm-hmm. and we pop in those types of things. So kind of that, a bit of inclusion starting to happen. Yeah. Um, the person kind of is available, not, you know, if you're just dating they, they don't have to be available all the time, but at least you could be able to reach out to them if you needed them at other times is what you're saying
0: right and it's not specific times it's okay not specific. okay, it's,
1: okay. Not
0: very, it's It's open it's public it's right you know, there's that again that free flow because we're all busy but but it's not or don't call me here or don't don't you know don't call me at this time or i can only talk to you at this time that sort of thing
1: all right so those are really some some red flags in a way that people mm-hmm. need to kind of look at which really you know, I think of, you know, when I was dating, and you were probably dating, um, you know, in our communities, we would know somebody that knew somebody, um, the person that you dated, right? Uh, you know, on gone are those days, like, I mean, in your example, you met somebody, you know, in a different, you know, country. So there's no kind of centers of reference, not that, that makes it sound very businesslike, but truly to some degree, you could, you know, oh, so-and-so's family, this is their nephew, blah, blah, blah. That's gone um, with a lot of things online. So Absolutely. what I hear you talking about is some of the basic things um, really in developing, um, you know, a, a, obviously a relationship because, you know, what you need to, to do clearly, and it sounds like um, yourself and your partner did that very well, is you started to really get to know the core of each other's, the values what you know what's valuable to him what's valuable to you your beliefs um potentially how you saw life Mm -hmm. um kind of what does that other person dream about what's um, important to them um,
0: all those things you know the priorities in life um priorities at work um you know just all that kind of all that kind of information you know the the stuff that's you know makes up who they are and what makes them who they are and, and, uh, you know, how they see the world and how they see themselves in the world, Mm -hmm. just all that stuff that makes you kind of, that makes you think about, you know, and you're able to look at and not just look at, but I mean, you get it. There's, there's, there's a kind of a visceral sense as well, but in terms of, okay, this person and I fit together.
1: When you say visceral, I want I, that's a big word to the average person that right. I would know because of the field we're in, but visceral is really meaning what in your talk- gut feeling that when I you know when I talk to
0: you like we could have had those conversations right and mm-hmm. and it could have been you know I could have said oh this is very very nice but yeah you know I just but I at a feeling level at a gut level you know thinking mm-hmm. yeah you know this person fits with me they get me I get them right it was really a match there and like I said one of the things that caught me off guard uh, even before we went to the video um, the video communications was like like I said I felt
1: like I'd known him for years already which was very odd it was a very odd sensation okay okay so a bit of familiarity and what we know is and this is an interesting Uh, situation is that a lot of times, you know, what is my gut really telling me, right? I guess that's the question a lot of people struggle with. When I meet someone, what is my, is my gut right or is it wrong? Mm -hmm. And it sounds like, you know, you had some weeding out to do with with your past. I'm sure there was a lot of positive things, but there maybe weren't negative things you needed to weed out and then start to listen to that original gut. So what we know in relationships is responsiveness, connection, safety, security, transparency, some basics. And those were, and that's, that's the thing. That's what set
0: the foundation for me at least was that the safety was there. I could say what I needed to say. I could be who I was and, and, and that was okay. In fact, that was encouraged. And then that was part of, you know, he told me that was part of the attraction on his part um and that that transparency right so having had the safety being able to say what I needed to say be who I am and vice versa and then also the the over time you know initially it was okay you know we had we wanted to take our time um because I said to him you know when he proposed a relationship there was also that thought about okay he's over there I don't know what he's doing I know what I'm doing I don't know what he's doing right so which is some of the old stuff right Mm -hmm. um and but but also knowing you know I, I this is not something i i want to let pa- pass me by right i think that this this could really be you could really be someone spectacular um so it, so all i did was it was you know what all i can commit to is one visit at a time
1: mm-hmm. one step at a time so not getting too far ahead no. which is really again another thing you know in in relationship is to you're you are trying to get to know him you're developing that that basis of a relationship and like you said eventually the honeymoon you know um stage ends and you're going back to those core things about you know what it means to be in a good relationship with you Mm -hmm. does he have it does she have it yeah you know what do they think about family what do they think about um you know your older age together what do they think about get togethers, you know, all, all those things you kind of got to know. And then eventually, you know, as we know, within five, you know, within two years of being married to five to 10 to 15 to 20, 25, then it becomes, yes, sexuality and all those things are are key because that bonds couples, but ultimately it's the companionate end to relationship that becomes very, very key. That's, that ends up, you know, connecting people at a, a deep, profound level. Makes sense right yeah absolutely right
0: and through that you know through the 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 discussion and you know um you know there were some even before we went back and forth for six years before we got married and he moved here so we were going at first it was every eight weeks and then it got it got to the point where the last few years, it was every other, every month, one of us was traveling. So every other month, one of us was visiting the other in their respective homes, in their respective communities. And so what that, you know, even in that, in, in the development of the relationship, um, you know, there were issues that arose. And, and one of the, the big telling things was how we handled that right. together, how we navigated those difficult times, those difficult situations. Um, so, because uh, to be honest, I I had no intention, well, I wasn't looking for anybody at the time um, when when we met and, um, you know, I also, when we did meet, and we got together and we realized that there was, you know, there, we really enjoyed each other's company and, and we really, well, we fell in love. Um, the the thing for me was, you know, I I had I, I had said to myself I was not going to get married again, mm-hmm. right? Um, you know, the once bitten, twice shy sort of situation. <laughs> um, but the thing that changed that for me was the fact that in that going back and forth over the six years, and those opportunities came up to deal with things. Uh, we weren't afraid to get into the weeds, as it speak. We weren't we weren't afraid to get in there and talk about things and, and work it out. Um, and so, you know, given that it was important for for my husband Michael to to make that that commitment, um, so at that point I thought, okay, well, sometimes it's a give and take, right? So you know, um, and then at his at that point, looking at, um, what, um, having had the, the skills of having feeling like we both had the skills that could navigate the difficult times. Cause we know that in relationships, you know, the, the easy times are easy, you know, it's, it's the fun times, all that, but really what's important is do you have the skills
1: mm-hmm. to
0: get through those really difficult times? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, having seen that plus recognizing how important it was for him to make that commitment. That's, you know, when I went ahead, but had had the first piece not been there, you know, the belief that, that the skills to navigate difficult
1: times, I, I, I wouldn't have married him. Right. So you're really talking about long-term um, qualities that, you know, for anybody that's kind of looking in today or, or listening in, um, you know, if they're looking for those things, it's different if people are looking for more casual or whatever, what we're talking about is if you're trying to find, and in your case, you didn't, you weren't, you didn't start off your journey, trying to find someone, but inadvertently you found a, you know, a life mate and, um, and a lovely kind of a relationship with him. Um, by looking at the core elements of what we know, we know with long-term relationships that what they are is, The ability and the capacity for either partner to to lean towards each other Mm -hmm. versus away from each other, and to continue to connect on a deep, profound level, so that they know what the other person is thinking or feeling at any given point. That said, that's not easy, no, because life gets in the way. But really, to know that that's your that's your that's your norm, right? If you're kind of out of whack, you 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 know you kind of check in and and make sure that you're kind of on the same page with the person.
0: Right, and and the ability to to you know um, if you know even I mean yeah it's great if they if they can you know see things, um, but even if you're not minimally being able to say I'm not of whack today or I had this happen today and have the person be supportive and it's okay, you know either listen or or how can I help you? What do you need from me? That sort of thing. Um, absolutely, and and that's, and you're absolutely right in making that distinction. I mean if if all you want to do is date, that's fine, but still it's about you know, really looking at what are your needs. Because I think what I hear a lot of times is I hear people say, oh, I just want to go out there and have fun. But really what they're saying is, no, 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 I, you know, I, I, I just want to hook up or I, I really, you know, I'm saying, I just want to date or I just want to hook up. But really what I'm looking for is a life partner. So being really clear, because what happens at that point is you're in right? And, and the other, the other individual pick, pick that up at some level right right i think think what happens is that congruency piece you know so so congruency being you know um you know where your actions are in sync with you
1: know what what you're looking for right and and that that gut switch or that you know that gps internally what i often think is that people sometimes um don't slow down, or they don't spend enough long enough time with the person on the date, date 10 or 15 or whatever, to really see, okay, is what I'm feeling about me and what I've been through, or is yeah. this really about that person in front of me? And if you know, again, with online dating or whatever, you can obviously, um, achieve those things because you've talked about that because, you know, six months or whatever, before you're actually, you're talking about things, you're talking about day-to-day stuff. Um, not unlike what we talked about with those, you know, times where you wrote love letters and you, 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 talked and you, 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 you know, you created those kind of, um, landscapes for the other person. It's the same thing that I hear, um, happens or happened with yourself and your partner.
0: Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and that's the thing is, is, you know, um, the biggest thing, well, and you, you touched on it, one is, is knowing what you want, mm-hmm. right? Um, and that's, and, and knowing, you know, what your uh, issues are, what baggage are you bringing in? What baggage, not even you bringing in, even yourself before you get into another relationship is what baggage do I have from previous, my previous relationship or relationships? And, and working through some of those things so that they don't bleed in uh, to the next ones, right? The other piece of it is, is um, you know, um, and because what happens, I think sometimes, when what I've seen is I've seen people who they're, they're, they haven't addressed those kinds of issues. Um, and they bleed through in that things like being needy. And so you'll have someone who, you know, they just, they might say, I'm looking, I'm just looking to, to date to have, to have companionship, but then very quickly, they're, they're trying to move the relationship forward as opposed to letting it evolve. Right. Um, mm-hmm. And so I think that's where, and that's where a lot of these things happen. The other thing too, is the, what, one thing I've heard a lot about um, is some people, again, not being honest, in you know i just i'm just looking for hookups let's say using you know a really clear example mm-hmm. um and then you know uh, because sometimes imagine you got someone who's looking for a long-term relationship and someone who just wants to hook up but they're not really being clear about it That, you know i mean that that could be you know the the breeding ground
1: for a lot of heartache absolutely and I, that's unfortunate that that happens but now louise um this has been awesome. I'm sure um, a lot of people are going to um, want to connect with you. They're going to want to know where they can, you know, talk to you about some of these things. They might want to um, have you coach them on, you know, on relationships online or um, some of the other expertise that you bring to the table. Um, so, what, where, can, where, if people wanted to get a hold of you, um, mm-hmm. where, where's the best spot for them to get a hold of you?
0: Okay, well, there's two ways. Um, one is through my website, uh, www.vibrantlife.biz. Uh, and I also have a Facebook page uh, called Vibrant Life. On, uh, so there's, those are the two ways of, of accessing. Um, so just looking those up, um, the contact information is there. You can either contact me through my telephone
1: number or through an email uh, and I'll, I'll get back to people. Well, thank you, thank you, thank you. I know this is going to be um, watched by a lot of people um, that are trying to make you know heads or tails out of um, you know the wide, wide web and dating. And um, and I think what you've been very clear is really just to be authentic with yourself. And if you're if you're looking for something long term, um, which I think I think a lot of people, in fairness, like you said, are looking for long term, but they're not they're not voicing that, mm-hmm. um, they're going to get back, you know, lots of different uh, people are, are coming towards them because they're not being clear about what they're looking for. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a, that's a fantastic piece of advice because obviously out there, there's casual relationships that people can, there's different uh, sites for that, which I think is great. It's, you know, it's not about judgment. It's about people deciding, you know, what they want in their life. But if they're looking uh, for something um, like in your case with a long-term um, companionate, satisfying, enduring uh, relationship—that it's possible. Yes, so, Yeah. So, thank you so much, and uh, maybe we'll have you on again. All right. Thanks a lot, Roxanne. All have right. a great day. You too. Okay. Bye bye. Bye bye. Join
0: Authentic Living with Roxanne every Thursday, 11 a.m. Eastern on Global Voice Radio.